<laughs> Hello, all you cool cats, creepy ghoulies, and fans of the spooky things out there in the in the world somewhere, wherever you are, on our little our little floating rock here. But welcome to the horror pop extravaganza. This is episode six, officially. Officially official. I am Pops Ghostly and I'm saying this shit is number six because we had it messed up uh, for a little while there. I am one of your co-hosts here um, on the show and with me as always is John Jacob Jiggle Hyman Klitz. (laughs) But I'll just go by John Jacob. Okay, that's good. Or Klitz, whatever you whatever you dig, dude. I am the click commander. Um, <laughs> John that's, Jacob. That Jingle Hyman. That's Jingle Hyman. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got to be Jingle Hyman. And then it's hyphenated. Jingle Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying for everybody who is still listening to us at this point because if you just showed up, you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> um, so, John Jacob, uh, how are you, man? I'm doing great, you. man. Yeah, I had a great turkey day. It was relaxing. Right on. Almost just right all on. My diet went right to hell. My diabetes <laughs> is just fully raging right now. It's glorious. <laughs> It'll do that, all that pie. Yeah, we, did. we had a good one, too. It was just family, man, and chilling, you know, no drama, no nothing like that. There's probably, I don't know, maybe 25 of us there total, maybe 30. But yeah, it was good. It was good. And just hung out, like you said, watched some football, ate a bunch of food. My um, sister-in-law, Jonalyn, makes... Have you ever had lumpia? I'd never even heard of it. Okay, so it's a dish from the Philippines, and that shit is delicious, dude. It really? is like fucking fire. But she makes that shit like every family get together. Soon as I seen her walk in the door and she's laughing her ass off at me, I went over there and just started snatching. Like it's hot in my hand, burning me. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> Give me all the lumpias. Um, and anyone who listens, uh, who's had lumpia would probably attest that it's some good shit when it's done right, dude. If you get a chance, check it out. All right. um, but we're not here to talk about the Philippines. We're here today to talk about uh, Ireland. <laughs> Ireland. The land of the Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're here to talk about Ireland and 1993's Leprechaun, which is a movie for me that, so 93, I was 11 years old. Uh, this is like perfect. You know what I mean? So I probably, I remember watching it a lot on VHS. Like we had a VHS copy and watched it all the time, probably like 12, you know, 11, 12. It was like the perfect time for this yeah. type of movie. Little did we know that, you know, Jennifer Aniston would go on to be one of the biggest fucking Jennifer actresses. who? I've never, I've never heard of her. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Um, but why don't you go ahead and lay it out for us, you know, when it came out, who directed it, who wrote it, all that fun stuff and uh, who starred in it, who made this thing happen? All right, let's get to the let's get to the deets. You slow motherfucker. La la leprechaun. Hyman jingle jingle fart or whatever you mean. <laughs> jingle Hyman clits. Jingle Come on, it's not that hard to remember. How okay, long have we ahead. been friends and you can't remember my name is John Jacob Jingle Hyman Clitz? I mean, come it's on. been a lot of years. It's been a lot of years. I mean, his name is my name too. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. The Leprechaun from 1992, rated R. And I I really don't know how this thing got an R rating. Uh, Starring Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun. I mean, how perfect is that? You know, this guy, he brings a gravitas to it that it would not have had. 
This movie, the more I was thinking about it, he is, you know, to Leprechaun what Robert Unglin is to you Friday the 13th. Like, it can be a terrible story and shit, but it's still enjoyable because you're right. He brings something to it. And in the subsequent movies where they tried to replace him, it was like, no, like, it just doesn't hit the same. It just doesn't do it the same. Right. Same with Jennifer Aniston. Like, even though she was young, this is her first thing. Like, seeing her in there. It brings something to the film, I think. Oh, for sure. She, you know, she. We talk sometimes about seeing acting and shit, and she plays that well, even though it is a, you know, her name is fucking Tori. Like this right. is very. We're gonna pull straight from Melrose and nine hundred two and zero, and you know, so she plays that kind of valley girl pulled out of her elements and is now stuck in the desert uh, kind of character really well, though. You're right. I think everybody in this movie does a pretty good job. That's man. the thing is that the cast is yeah. solid, you know? Yeah. Um, Ken Olant as Nathan, and he's like the sexy painter dude, and like I've seen him in something, but I don't know where he's from. Yeah, probably probably our youth, you know, like TV and shit. He right. probably saw him on an episode of something here and there, and he probably has a great list of credits, you know, just a working actor. Yeah. People forget that there are working actors, like people <laughs> who just pay their regular bills and shit yeah. with acting, and, and that's cool. Like, you don't have to be a superstar. Like, you can just do your thing, man, and enjoy it. Right. And one of those guys is Mark Holton playing Ozzy. And Mark... Dude, I love Famously... I love was Francis from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Dude, yes. <laughs> Scream in, all you um, want. <laughs> no one can hear you he from was, uh, He was Michael J. Fox's buddy in uh, Teen Wolf. In Teen Wolf, fuck and, yeah, dude. And I think he was in the second Teen Wolf. I think he fuck showed yeah, up for dude. the sequel with... Uh, shit, now I can't remember his name. He's famous, though, and shit now, too. Yeah, but, yeah. Jason Bateman. Um, Jason Bateman, that's right. Uh, but yeah, I like him a lot, dude. And he plays this character fun. Yes, he was. He's so good, dude, and he's playing like the the Forrest Gump character, <laughs> right? <laughs> but he nailed it, you know. And yeah. seeing how he was in Pee Wee too, you're like, oh, this dude's like legit, like going, <laughs> like doing right, this right. thing, like he's <laughs> right. committed to this. And uh, let's not forget William Newman, dude, as Sheriff Cronin. This guy is dude. just like the grungiest old, like comes into every movie, and he's like one of those guys, like a day player who just kills it right. every time. Dude, that voice, though. I yes. love his voice so much. Just like that slow drawl. Like, they're out there at the O'Gradian farm. <laughs> He's just got, yeah, there's something there that I dig. It's glorious. And then uh, we got Robert High Gorman playing Alex. Now, he was the little kid from the Poltergeist movies. Yeah. And he knocked it out of the park, too. I dude, can't not slays. see that dude's braces coming out and wrapping them all over the ceiling. And shit. <laughs> I just watched it, uh, Poltergeist 2, like two nights ago. It was on sale on, on uh, iTunes. And I was like, well, I got the first one. So I picked up the second and third. And that second one, I forgot how fucked up that was, it's man. When the braces. Because it's like they start grabbing everybody. And he's just in this like metal cocoon, like, help, mom and dad. And the braces are flying out everywhere else. And then you got old man fucking scary face walking around like, oh, that dude you. is a walking skeleton. Yeah, Dude, terrifying. Yeah. Wasn't in the first yeah. one, but just mm-hmm. like became this thing in the franchise. And then, yeah, but uh, I think he did. The crazy thing though is, I think he died uh, before they made the third one. But before they buried him, they made a cast of his face to make the mask God, for the third so one. So fucked up. <laughs> I want to say that's the truth. I don't know 100, percent but I want to. I'm like 87.3 percent. Like, yeah, maybe. I could never drink the tequila with the worm in it because of this movie. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Oh, the, uh, well, we're talking about a completely different movie now. <laughs> so let's we'll get to Just, Poltergeist yeah. too one day. Yeah, yeah. Love yeah. that Poltergeist, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> So, was there anybody else? I mean, her dad, you already mentioned that. Um, oh, Mr. O'Grady, he was in a couple things. Mr. I know I've O'Grady. noticed him. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Shay Duffin. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And he, I want to say, I can't remember off the top of my head, but either way, yes. A really cool cast and a well-acted cast. Absolutely. People who know what they're doing and kind of, I feel like, understand where they're trying to go with this. And I don't know what the, you know, we'd already had Halloween, Friday the 13th, My Bloody Valentine. Like, we really didn't have a lot of St. Patrick's Day horror. Right, right. No, Kind of like Thanksgiving. Like, there's not a lot. And St. Patrick's Day doesn't really have a ton. We're seeing more of it with kind of like the uh, pagan horror subgenre, I guess you would call it. You know, with the druids and shit like that, whatever it might be. But... This one, we're going straight leprechaun, baby. Straight leprechaun. And we open up. It was funny because I was re-watching this and Shana's sitting with me. Um, and she's like, this is kind of racist towards Irish people. <laughs> yeah, <totally. laughs> because he just shows up. Like, the first thing we see is O'Grady stumbling around with a fucking bottle of Jameson. <laughs> like, oh, man, we hit on I got the fucking leprechaun. <laughs> he's, you know, he's he's hammered. He's walking in. It's like, that's the most stereotypical Irish shit you could ever show. You might as well have, like, corned beef and cabbage dripping down his face. And that's, <laughs> that's the only thing that would make it different. So O'Grady has captured uh, the leprechaun. He rides up in a limo. Things are getting good on the farm. They're out there and his wife's like, oh, what's going on? He's like, just listen, don't fucking touch the shit. Like, don't don't touch my box. (laughs) I want to see the prequel where O'Grady fucking captures the leprechaun because that could have been an easy task. I know, and I can't remember if we ever got any of that in any of the, because I mean, there's a lot of these movies, but I don't, and then there's one, there's Leprechaun Returns, but then there was Leprechaun Origins, but it's not Warwick Davis. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I should preference, 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 <laughs> preface this with that yes. I have never seen a Leprechaun movie, and this right. one I have freshly watched for this podcast. <laughs> right, which is amazing. So I'm hoping that every kind of around St. Patrick's Day, we'll just do another sequel, and because you, we got to get to the hood, dude. Like, like the hood because it goes the first three are kind of normal threes in vegas fours in space fives in the hood and then uh six is back to the hood yeah um, and then you get into some of the reimagining stuff so o'grady has trapped the leprechaun um and the only way you can trap it we learn really quick is with a four-leaf clover and he he traps in the box puts the clover on it um but the leprechaun like He's going to burn the motherfucker like he's going to burn the whole shit down, Uh, but ends up having a heart attack, I think, and falls down onto the falls on the ground. And then, oh, there's my kids here right now. So uh, we'll just listen to my dog bark for a minute. No, it'll be fine. Just let it go. Fuck it. It's life. That's what this podcast is, dude. (laughs) Two people sitting down, even if shit gets wild. Unless my ex-wife's like, hey, are we do can I talk real quick? And then I'll be like, hey, all right, come on, get in front of the microphone. Yeah. Just have this <laughs> Everybody listen, listen. in. <laughs> right. Get real close to your speakers. <laughs> so O'Grady has a heart attack, falls down, leprechaun stuck in the box. And and I think it was um did he start talking to O'Grady's wife? And was like, help, help. Or was that when they come eventually? <laughs> so uh, she gets it first, I think. And that's why O'Grady's dragging her somewhere. And that's why he starts getting all like heart attacky. Right, but right. Because he's, he's really having to put in the effort. He doesn't give a shit that his wife is dead. 
And he's trying to blow a little person away with a shotgun. <laughs> right. And old Warwick is doing cartwheels and shit. Like, but he gets hit a couple times. Right, right, right. I feel like he does like fly across the room and maybe slam against a wall or something like that. Yeah. 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 And this is one of those things, you know, right here, though, we're introduced to the playful nature of the leprechaun, which is something that I think the audience that this was marketed at was us. We were the kids raised on lucky fucking charms. And, you know, like there had to be this playful element where with the later movies, you start getting like the remakes and shit. It's more just like straight evil leprechaun. But he's like, like you said, you know, like all over the room, like can't get me. And then he runs away all wild. Uh, but he does get him, puts him in the box, wants to blow him up. Uh, fast forward 10 years, we're just at the farm and immediately get thrown into Jennifer Aniston and her dad. She's like, oh, fucking gross. Like everything about everything. She's like, I want to go back. I'm going to go get a hotel. I can't just, I can't do any of this. He's and like, that was oh, all and- done in ADR, by the way. Just like they did like oh, aerial yeah, shots dude. of the Jeep and they were just like, oh, we didn't explain any of this. We got to <laughs> right. shove as much dialogue into the scene as we can. <laughs> right. And you can hear it too. You can hear the ADR. It's like a super high level. Yeah. Shit, but. Yeah. but again, you know, we're not here to pick apart movies because shit, it's better than any movie I've ever made um, <laughs> and made more money than any movie that I've ever made. So I'll take it. But they're going to fix this place up and the painting crew shows up like right at the same time. And so now yeah, we've they're got going straight into paint before they even yeah. knock the cobwebs down <laughs> straight into yeah. paint. And they're going bright sky blue on the outside. <laughs> Sky, sky blue. Um, maybe that was the easiest color to make, like fake paint, because they do like smear it all over each other all the time. They like Ozzy's sure, falling in it. They for sure went to Home Depot and just got the oops paint, so it's the most wild color. <laughs> Probably, I've painted with a couple of those. A couple times, we're like, oh shit! All right, it's close enough, close enough to the color I was looking for. So she's wandering around the house like, oh, fuck, like this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. There's rodents and this and that. And then sexy paint boys show up and she's like, oh, I see you got a nice roller. (laughs) (laughs) Is that periwinkle blue? (laughs) There are a few things. I mean, she's very, you know what I mean? Like, it's clear right away. Like, she's into him. And then he's like, oh, dad's like, go get the hotel. She's like, oh, no, I can do this. Fucking, I'm going to help paint. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're going to rough it, sleep outside, eat tarantulas. Don't (laughs) worry about me, Let me go get out of my dress and high heels, and we're going to put on some coveralls and get to painting. And then the rest (laughs) of the movie, she's got one paint streak on the back of her (laughs) forearm, and that's it. Right. But good for continuity. Some people forget that shit. As soon as you see it, you're like, like, oh, you're going to have that. (laughs) Right. It was like tattooed on and then she had it lasered off later. Uh, My first movie, I'm committed as fuck. (laughs) Now she's like, I'll do whatever I want for the rest of my life because I got I got friends residuals coming in for for (laughs) forever. But no. And and like you, you said, though, you know, even though maybe because horror has always been this entry point for a lot of actresses and actors. It's always been a great starting low budgets. And it's nice to see it when they take it serious enough to be like, Hey, this is my time to demonstrate that I have the ability to do something. Right. You know what I mean? It's Johnny Depp in the nightmare on Elm street. Like he's so fucking convincible. It's fucking Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. Yeah. You know, it's Kevin Bacon, even his small little parts. in he really, there's no small can... little parts on Kevin Bacon, buddy. <laughs> no, no. Them he shorts are tight. Speedo like a champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. They go in the basement. They She's go in like the basement, with yeah, and somehow the, the four-leaf clover gets knocked off of the top of the box. Well, that's when Ozzy goes 
goes down and the leprechaun's like help me help oh, me like yeah, using yeah, the, yeah. a little, like a little voice kid. and shit and he's like he's like what are you doing in there well ozzy of course is a notorious storyteller so when he comes up out of the basement it's like oh yeah there's fucking little green man down there no that ain't you know he's like telling them and they're like oh ozzy you're just seeing shit and alex is his homie and i love little kids uh actors who can just kill it dude oh dude, like yeah. this this kid is just a smart mouth. Like you can see, like some kids just have a little smart ass attitude and you find them and you put them in movies and they do hilarious shit. I love that. This was like, as this was like of mice and men, like he was totally yes. Lenny. Yes. For real, dude. <laughs> just want to pet the rabbits, George. Just, yeah. And he's like, I just want to get, I just want to be rich. And they're like, yeah, we got to get rich, man. So we can get you a brain surgery. So you won't be right. stupid anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, yo, dude, Ozzy's the shit. Like, I would want to hang out with Ozzy. After I watched that, <laughs> do you ever watch stand-up comedy? Oh, I love stand-up comedy, yeah. Did you watch the most recent Shane Gillis stand-up comedy where he's talking about his uncle Danny who will fucking make grilled cheese sandwiches and stick them in his pocket and take them to the restaurant in case they don't have grilled cheese? <laughs> he's like, I just picture my uncle down like three in the morning. He's like looking up at the ceiling and shit, like making sure nobody's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's 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 amazing, dude. It's on Netflix. Give that one a watch because, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. So it is Ozzy who first sees the leprechaun. Nobody believes him, though, of course. They go down there to show him. Everybody goes down and it's a gang. Very Scooby-Doo. Like, I mean, <laughs> yes, there's <they> spider. Do. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're really coming down the stairs. And every like. spider's a tarantula, too. There's like no oh, yeah, normal yeah. spiders in this basement. <laughs> no, no. Everything's a massive beast. But it has been 10 years. They would have taken over that shit for sure. You know, nobody's nobody's been in this place. And uh, they see the box and all that knocked over. And then a rat pops out. And they're like, oh, Ozzy, you just saw a rat, not a leprechaun. <laughs> and he's like, I saw a fucking green man. <laughs> he wanted to shine my shoes. He was... <laughs> And that's a big thing is the leprechaun lore in this movie. I didn't even is know that leprechaun. That was a leprechaun thing that they like to shine shoes. Yeah, dude. It's like the vampire with the counting and shit. Like if you throw fucking like rice on the ground or something, like a vampire can't help but count it all in certain lores. That's crazy. Um, I hope that yeah. comes back in like in the hood. Like does he get out the shine box with fucking I think he dog? always, I think he always, it's iced tea, not stew. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> but I think he, uh, the shine thing I want to say stays for a while and they bring in some other stuff because even the opening of the second movie is like back in ireland or some shit like nice. in 16 whenever um but yeah he shines the shoes and he he's got the wit dude like he's quick and he talks shit and he cuts you in the face with his belt buckle real quick and <laughs> and so they go outside now and she's everybody's like okay whatever ozzy she's getting some pain out of the back of the truck and starts feeling a hand real soft just yeah, real and he, <laughs> and that's just the end. That was okay. She's just like, oh, this guy's getting fresh. <laughs> I know. I was wondering, like, do you think he's like crawled under the truck to go probably? <laughs> but she goes to bed, or no, then she sees him or hears him behind her and she goes to move and gets scratched. And she's like, oh, fuck. And then that's when her dad's like, okay, I'm going to, we'll go get this thing. And they hear like, meow. Coming out of this log. Listen, I grew up in the motherfucking woods. I don't care what you hear. You stand like five, six feet back and be like, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> yeah. You don't stick your hand in a dark. No, no, don't stick your hand into dark logs, dude. Because that kitty might be surrounded by a fucking family of raccoons and shit ready to just maul the fuck out of your arm. Just don't do it. 
Um, that should so be our he first gets... t-shirt. Dude. Don't stick <laughs> your second. hand in dark logs from the right. oh, horror pop extravaganza. <laughs> Don't stick your hand in dark. That is the truth, though, dude. Don't do it. <laughs> so he gets bit up pretty good, though. So he's got this like crazy bite mark on him. He gets bit on the arm. We're like, we got to get you to the hospital. And so at this time, though, Ozzy and Alex, because Ozzy had seen the rainbow, and he's like, oh, the fucking rainbow. Get the fuck. We got to go, Alex. Come on. Let's go to the rainbow. We got rainbows. (laughs) I know what this means. And they find this old truck where they find one piece of gold and then the other 99 just magically appears. And he's like, oh, it's that bite test. Oh, this this might be. And they, in this small town, Arizona or wherever they're at, I can't remember if it's Southern California, Arizona, somewhere very deserty. They have a coin collector who they're going to go see in town. (laughs) So they take dad to the hospital Drop uh, him you're, off. You're missing the uh, uh, powerful element, though. Ozzy swallows a fucking coin. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. That's when he was going to bite on it. I think I just swallowed that gold coin. How the <laughs> fuck do you do that? <laughs> I mean, who knows? How did fucking George keep breaking the, the mice's neck and shit? Like, I just want to the rabbits. He's, he's, a, he's a beast, dude. He's just like, <laughs> just ate that motherfucker. <laughs> It was like, it looks like a good, uh, looks like a good treat. So they are all now into town and the leprechaun is on the hunt for his gold more than anything else. He's on the hunt for his gold. And so we go to the coin dealer with Ozzy and Alex while, uh, Tori and Nathan are eating at the diner. Ozzy and Alex are like, Hey, we'll be right back. You know, we'll meet you here back at the diner after dad has been settled in at the hospital. And they're like, oh, what about fucking Mr. O'Grady? And this is where this starts to come in. We don't really get there yet, though. And um, But let's go to the coin shop, which is, <laughs> this is fun, dude. I mean, and this guy, and again, you talk about people playing it well. Like this guy, yeah. you know, this was probably a day worth of shooting, maybe maybe two at best. But he came in and was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck play a weird coin dealer. And he does it really good. <laughs> it was um, for sure. It was for sure. Fast track. It was like a one day thing because... Half every time they show this dude from behind, his fucking um, what do you call those straps that go on your pants? Yeah, his suspenders, they, uh, suspenders. aren't connected to his pants, they're just like, yeah. on him, and it just bugged the shit out of me every time. And they show it like three times. I was like, don't use that shot, that is lazy filmmaking. Or can somebody just buckle this man up? Yeah, um, too. right. So he lets them know, like, oh, you know, if this is solid gold, probably worth 500 bucks. But then there's historical value. Don't forget about this. If this belonged value. to a little fucking leprechaun, bro, you right. got the fucking gold Pokemon card. <laughs> and that's what he says. Priceless. It's priceless. Uh, he asked them, you know, can I hang on to this thing? They're not too worried about it because they know they've got a bag full of 99 more of them. Or now he's got one of his guts. So 98 more of them. So they say, yes, we'll leave it with you. And now they're going to backtrack back to the thing. But not before we see our leprechaun show up to the coin coin dealership or whoever this guy is. This movie does have some really cool effects. Like they don't shy away from any of the effects stuff. And I like that. So he decides he he gets his coin back and tells him, you know, it's not kind or whatever to take coin from a leprechaun or gold from a leprechaun and commences on to like fuck his face up and then play pogo while he's singing like this sold man he played one he played pogo on his lungs and it's this crunching sound though it's just like yeah and and even as a kid i was like man but it's funny at the same time it's like chucky you know what i mean like it's it's hard to take it 
as a true threat because it is so whimsical on the other end of it. Like he's singing while he's doing it. You know, and it's he it's, just lays there and lets himself get pogoed to death to like <laughs> knock that shit to the side, <laughs> kick that little fucker across the room. Like who does that? I mean, he couldn't even do his own suspenders. He probably couldn't get the fuck up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's like well he's like they're undone for the day now that's just what, what it is. i'm gonna spend the rest of my day with my suspenders trying to tuck them into the back of my shirt now you know it's closing time <laughs> right suspenders is out but this you're right he gets this cool little car and just like gizmo in gremlins you know very reminiscent of you know a little creature in a tiny little car and gets pulled over by the police the full one has <laughs> headlights on his little car dude like why right. was that a thing and it's full of shit like he loaded it up with stuff. He's got all kinds of things that he's bringing with him. It's amazing. So he gets pulled over though because the cop just sees him go flying by. <laughs> there he goes. Because the and we should make a point of this. His magic is tied to the coins. So the more coins he has, the stronger he is. So with his uh, one I coin, didn't pick he's, up on that. Yeah, he's like, oh, me, you know, I got one, only 99 to go. And then he's like, my powers are getting stronger or whatever. Because he tried to stop Ozzy in the oh, basement. He tried right. to he use his power yeah. and he couldn't do it yet. So the more so he magicked the car to be super fast. And then this cop comes up and he's just, aren't you a little young to be driving? <laughs> and he uh, he immediately rips his face off and <laughs> takes his gun. And then yeah. he gets on the radio and we see he can like change voices and shit like, no, nah, everything's OK out here. Don't worry. He's doing the cop voice. And you're like, OK, this leprechaun really can do a lot. Like, maybe that is scary. That would be some menacing shit, dude. Like something that's just fucking with you at every turn. Yeah, he's like a little well, Terminator. <laughs> right. <laughs> he really is. So he mashes the cop up really good, and now he is. Uh, they're all going back to the farm, or are they going to O'Grady? Because no, they go to O'Grady first because the showdown's at the farm, and the leprechaun wants to go get O'Grady as well. So she shows up and is like, "Oh, Mister O'Grady, um, we we found it. It's out." Oh no, you shouldn't have let out the leprechaun. <laughs> but but, and then you know he turns around and it's just our fucking. I'll never tell you. <laughs> it's our leprechaun in a wig, <laughs> which is so good. And then he tears ass in a wheelchair with like yeah. fucking smoke coming up from the ground, like <laughs> and she's running. As as she can. He's smiling and laughing. They got some crazy camera rig, you know, on the front of this thing where it just it looks great. That's a beautiful. And we know that uh, she gets in the is it elevator that he falls out of the ceiling like the real Mr. O'Grady. And then he tells her there's only one way to kill him. There's only one way to do it. You got to fucking get a four leaf clover. Yeah, he tells her about the four leaf clover. Right. Even the production couldn't find a four leaf clover. They had to like glue a leaf onto a three leaf clover. I read Dude, that. They're hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> they're hard to find. So, but the, uh, we learned that there's a clover patch by the old well at the farm and that's where is. they'll find, yes, that's where they'll find the four leaf clovers. I mean, Irish people live there. Of course, there's just clovers everywhere. <laughs> According they, to this movie. They I bring mean. them the seeds with them on the bottom of their feet. <laughs> <laughs> just walk around the yard. They just grow, grow in the desert then. Dude, that's a genius idea. If you could plant seeds like that, just like step in some shit and then have them grow in like footprints. If you could figure out a way to do it, it'd be beautiful. Um, your neighbors would be like, Joe, get out of our garden. <laughs> like, fuck your garden. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Run away like a leprechaun. <laughs> little fucking sun seed footprints all the way back to Joe's house. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
So, 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 okay. So they're going to go back to find, um, and Ozzy has tried to call the police. And he's like, little green man, little green man, O'Grady Farm. Um, and they're like, oh, and this is where we get the sheriff. Corin, I think, was his name. But I love him, dude. Just that so draw, good. like I said. Was, yeah. Oh, it's just Ozzy out there doing a the thing. Like, it, <laughs> there's a lot of this going on. <laughs> but it's so good. Like, I want this dude to read me bedtime stories. I'm like, just fucking read to me all day long. I'll listen to your voice. Now we're back out at the farm, and uh, the leprechaun is making his way out there as well, where we're going to have our final showdown. And this is where shit gets real. Um, and we do see him at the one point, though, eating the Lucky Charms when they're not at the house. And he's like, <laughs> he just goes through the kitchen, he's fucking throwing shit all over the place. And he's like, Lucky Charms. Oh, yummy. And he eats it. We saw him eat something gross, or oh, he eats a spider. So right. He right. likes gross oh, shit. Oh, yeah. He like In sweet the. Stuff. Um, Right in the uh, in the box when yeah. he first got out of the box, he ate like something that was crawling on him. You're right, and then he brought all the shoes out though and shined them all up. And that's when they got back. Ozzy was like, "That's why I told you right there. He'll shine all them <laughs> shoes. Clean no our shoes." <laughs> right. I'll be like, all this dude needs is a job. Like, put him <laughs> dude, with a shine put box in fucking Times Square. He'll just be happy as fuck. I only accept me gold coins. Right. I'll shine your shoes for free, but me gold is mine. <laughs> but I do take uh, Apple Pay. Yeah, right, right. Bitcoin, Bitcoin. I want all the Bitcoins. <laughs> they get back to the farm, and he, uh, I don't remember how they start fighting outside. Um, Nathan gets stuck in that bear trap, though. Yeah, they're he gets gonna, stuck in the bear trap, and then the, the, the leprechaun just runs out of the dark and starts biting him and eating him and shit. Yeah, that's pretty. trying to get him off, and he just keeps coming back like a little angry dog from everywhere and that's what's scary because we saw it a few times even with the cop in the woods we forgot their whole hide and seek game oh, like right, the cop yeah, runs yeah. and he's trying to hide but he's like ah so it's hide and seek we want to play <laughs> and you know and then the leprechaun is essentially just teleporting around time and space yeah. you know and like the cop just had too many donuts he's out of breath after like 10 <laughs> right. steps and he's done I'm behind the tree holding the shotgun <laughs> But anyway, fast forward back to the farm. They're going to try and leave in the truck. Is And this is before, I think, Nathan gets hurt. I don't remember if this is before or after, but the leprechaun's under there. They had set up the foreshadowing with the distributor cap. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, the distributor cap. Like, fuck. <laughs> we just talked about this 49 minutes ago. Like, we have to talk about it again. <laughs> Uh, but he gets under the hood and the leprechaun's just got like all these wires and shit in his mouth. And he's <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> you know, super excited. They do get him out to the well because Nathan does fight him off and he beats him with the shotgun and then they shoot him a couple times. Then he's all over. But he wants to kill Ozzy because they did. They give him the gold. That's it. They're like, yo, dude, just take the gold and we're good. And that's what had happened because they they give him all the bag of coins and they're like, please just leave us alone. And he counts them and he's, you tricked me. (laughs) You can't take a leprechaun's gold. No. And he's like fucking pissed now. And he comes back, makes this like mutilating machine in the garage or the barn that he comes out, you know, mowing everything over. 
Um, but they eventually get to where I know they've shot him up a couple times, but he realizes that Ozzy has the gold in him and he's trying to kill Ozzy. Uh, and that's when Alex saves the day and we get like, fuck you, lucky charms, like a great <laughs> one liner, dude, when you're 11 years old and this kid, because they're saying like a four leaf clover is the only thing that can, you know, stop him. So he wads one around a bunch of his bubble gum and shoots yeah. it from a slingshot. Yeah. Fuck you, lucky charms. <laughs> right down the back of his throat and that's the fucking end of that and he falls into the well though and i don't they then blow up the fucking well and like the whole house and everything am i remembering that right Did they blow- i don't know dude i was so high by this time that like just it was just colors and shit but that's fair um, but yeah, but I can't remember either way. He's in the well, but we do hear like some kind of like, you know, ha 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 or some shit like that. Uh, letting us know. Yeah. As all horror movies should always do. You never know when you're going to have a fucking hit on your hand. Leave it open ended, dude. Right. If history has proven anything, leave that shit open ended. I feel like he uh, came out of the well, like stripe. He was all melty and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was like a super gross and that's when maybe they blew him up, like dumped the whole thing full of fucking gas and like, I think it, that's I, what I, it was. Yeah. I think they pour the gas in there and then light it yeah like an explosive ending or some shit if that's not how it ends our fans are gonna be mad (laughs) maybe not okay i know for certain the leprechaun dies and goes in that fucking well like you know that and everybody survives like everybody made it out of this thing uh the only people who died were our real quick you know kind of leprechaun fodder that were thrown in for two or three minutes to um uh and yeah and then we just kind of fucking happily ever after like never gonna live in the desert again and jennifer aniston lived to do five more leprechaun sequels <laughs> no she didn't that didn't happen <laughs> that did not happen i i hope though that she pulls like a jamie lee curtis one day and it's just like go that, back to it dude, dude go back to your fucking roots i do think it. the only way she'd do that is if adam sandler made it but <laughs> right right uh but ozzy showed up in one of the sequels way later on uh, way later yeah and that was kind of cool like he you know he was the one who they like go to like hey i survived the leprechaun thing like i know um i don't eat the coins <laughs> don't eat the fucking coins don't eat them coins <laughs> He will do whatever to get right. those back. And he's whatever. got big, stumpy fingers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so what do you think of Leprechaun circa 1993? I'll tell you, I shouldn't love it, but I loved it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's it is. There's just something special. It's like a time capsule to yeah. that, you know, to a time and place when a lot of shit was coming out. There's always a lot of shit coming out. We shouldn't, you know, pretend that there's not a consistent stream of just trash uh, available if you want to watch it. But and I watch a lot of it, especially when it comes to horror. I watched one the other day. I never seen of it. It was about a fucking killer Christmas tree, and that shit was hilarious. <laughs> the tree was fucking talking, like grabbing people, like. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that's why I wish you were closer, dude. We could make a fucking movie. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. All right. So what do you, you love it. You I love, love it, dude. Yeah, I really yeah. liked it. I'd never seen it before. Never really wanted to watch it before. But I was always curious because it had Warwick Davis and Jennifer Aniston, you know. So, like, I'm a fan of watching. And I love seeing these, like, the performances where you know the actors now and you're seeing their very first right, thing. Right. Like, I love yeah, seeing it's that. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. 
Yeah, and he, you know, the the second and third one, they have a lot of great memories for me. Like, there's some super fun elements in there, especially you get to Vegas, you know, because after the success of this one, the budget went up. So they were like, let's do even crazier shit. And it's like a dude's stomach will be full of coins and just burst open. And there's uh, like yeah. he's a human slot machine. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I want I, that if, so if much. <laughs> If I'm remembering that right, somebody human slot machines and it's like, <laughs> so yeah, but this one, anybody listening who hasn't seen it, it is a fun watch, you know, and oh, it's yeah. nothing too scary, uh, by today's standards, by any means, even by then standards, there was a lot of things that were scarier than this was, but it is so much fun. Like it's yeah. just, a, it's like a carnival ride where you're just like, yay, this is, this is great, but I'm not going to throw up. Like right. it's, it's right. yeah, I'm just having a good time. Yeah. If you want to just dip your toe into horror. <laughs> Just take a little, little, trip little, to leprechaun. little leprechaun. If anything, just to hear all his one-liners and stuff, it's it's fantastic. Just to understand um, the joke in Wayne's World, where he's like, "I'm the leprechaun," <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Oh, so many good jokes in Wayne's World, though. Oh, oh, dude, that movie gets slept on so much. That first one, both of them. I, I like both of them a lot. Oh, yeah. Chris Farley is that roadie will never not be fucking amazing, <laughs> dude. But <laughs> gotta get over here. <laughs> Uh, Farley, we love you, bro. We love you, bro. <laughs> R.I.P. Okay, so let's um, let's shift gears here. And actually, before we do that, I want to say the next few episodes we're getting into the holidays. We're going to talk about oh, some uh, some Christmas. Yeah, some Christmas horror. It is the one holiday that is just there's horror for Christmas forever. It just you matches know I mean? so well. Like, well, I mean, it's Christmas, it's been that way since back then. To Christmas, you know. It, I think it's I, so it started snowing here today a little bit really? and I just stepped outside for a minute. I was in my socks. I so I wasn't going to stand <laughs> out there for long and I was just stopped and I just listened. And I think it's the quiet. Mm. I think that's what a lot of people don't like. Like where I grew up in the woods and shit, you could go sit out there and it's just like, fuck, you can hear the snow, you know, when it's snowing heavy, you can yeah, hear you the can snow hear hitting the ground. That is crazy. Yeah, and there, I think there's something about that stillness that unnerves people. Yeah. But and but you know it's in all the carols and shit like tales of ghost stories and da 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 da, da creepy ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we're gonna be jumping into some Christmas horror leading up through the month of December, and I'm very excited about that because there's some good ones that I know you haven't seen. I'm excited um, to talk about the one I watched last night. Let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. 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 I can't wait to talk about that. We're not even gonna say it. We're nope. not gonna ruin it. Spoil it. Um. Yeah. But that's one that uh, my wife and I have watched many times together, and it is it is wholly unique. And I hope some people learn about this movie and find it and enjoy it as much as I do. But we'll save that for next week. Yep. But, you know, before we go, we got to do some positivity with Pops Go Sleep. <sighs> yeah, positivity. Love it. So... I was looking for something to write in the other day because um, I need to take some notes for something that is coming up. Actually, I need to talk to you about it at some point, even offline a little bit. It's exciting. Okay. But I found some old notes that fell out of this. So I don't know when I wrote this, but it looks like circa 2021. And I know that the people listening can't see this, but you know, writing doesn't have to be pretty. <laughs> like you can just take, sometimes I'll just take my notes, dude, and I'll just grab a piece of paper and write. There's something cathartic about writing things down. It gets it out of your head and gets it somewhere else. But this kind of stuck out to me and it's a couple things that I wrote and I'm just going to throw them at you. I don't know. I was just, so I highlighted this, love your neighbor as yourself. 
and I'm not coming, you know, at this from like a, this is like that golden rule shit that all religions kind of agree on, like fucking love people as you would love yourself. And then I wrote right next to it. This is hard. <laughs> like it's hard as fuck. Um, and so a couple things underneath it was like, you know, what does this look like? And for me, it's like show up every day with a kind and thankful heart, but it starts with being kind to yourself. You have to learn to be kind to yourself. And I know people are like, oh, that's fucking crazy bullshit. I don't know what you're talking about. But you can't you can't give kindness unless you know what it is. But you are allowed to give it to yourself. You can be like, you know what? I, I, I can be nice to me. I'm not going to beat me up over every little fucking thing that I have no control over. Like I'm not meeting everybody else's expectations. I'm not going to fucking kick my own ass about that. I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to move towards it. And I'm going to try my best to turn off a lot of that noise that's, you know, telling me go this way or that way. That's how you end up like a ship without a rudder just being tossed about by the ocean, dude. It'll throw you any which way you want if you don't fucking just... But the more you can turn that off and be kind to yourself and others. Um, and then right under that, it said, be present, you know, not always present, but always present for others. If you can show the fuck up and just be like, I am here just listening to you. Because a lot of the time we don't, dude. We'll sit in groups with each other and fucking look at our phones. We'll sit at this and that. I don't even know the next time I'll see you. You know what I mean? I've never seen you like in person. Um, but I was talking about that with some of my family at Thanksgiving, you know, cherish that shit and if you just be there i'm finding that i want to be extraordinarily ordinary the more ordinary and just regular just yep i'm gonna be here with you mm -hmm. that's it i don't know we're gonna play this game sure let's let's play chess or we're gonna just sit and talk but I, not to be distracted by all that stuff like be present and then be sure to give your mind time to wander and rest we need to rest your brain needs to rest listen to me if you only hear one thing in this whole podcast and it's not about fucking awesome leprechauns give yourself time to rest and resting is not watching tv resting is not reading a book give yourself time to just sit and let your body rest put it down let it slow down and i know that can be uncomfortable because then you're alone with your mind and for a lot of people you don't want to be alone with your mind and that's okay even if you can rest for 30 seconds 15 seconds if i'm just going to sit here and do nothing and breathe for three breaths that's enough rest throughout your day make that shit happen because i promise you it'll feel a lot better like I, I can i can promise that i feel like i can promise if you start developing your breathing you will feel a lot better it's it's like you can't you can't do one and the other does it. it's like a byproduct of doing it and then the last thing i have <clears throat> is i doodled all over this paper like just drawn some weird fucking it looks like flowers and like a mass of goo and i wrote down next to it this type of stuff can be just as helpful um as writing your thoughts out find what works for you and be sure to practice that whatever it is like the stuff i'm saying the breathing is kind of for everybody because we all have to breathe we all have to breathe for me writing. And I do think writing could be helpful for almost anyone, but just taking the time to get your thoughts out of your head and onto some paper really does something to them. It like takes something away from the thoughts or the power. It's like, Oh, it's just that. Okay. I see what it is now. Um, but yeah, be kind to yourself, breathe. Um, cause you can't be nice to other people. So you're nice to yourself. And if somebody has been not nice to you, even your whole life, I'm sorry, that just sucks. I get it. Like it does fucking suck. A lot of people have had super shitty situations. Don't compare your agony to somebody else's. You, we all feel the same thing when it happens, whether it's, you know, severe childhood trauma or, you know, adulthood trauma. The effective trauma is the same for everybody. So just try and be compassionate. Everybody suffers. Everybody is suffering. Try and be kind to somebody. You never know. You may change their whole fucking life. You might change their whole life. So what do you got for me? 
I'll just piggyback off what you said as always. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, do with, it. You know, with your writing, you know, and you wrote all over that paper. Nobody could see it, but it looks like a jumbled mess, which is <laughs> yeah. probably what your mind was doing at the in time. different directions. It's like I turned the paper, yeah. started writing different this colors, way, way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> different all over the place. But that's the thing is that that's important because whatever your outlet is, it doesn't have to be for anybody but you. Yes, you're painting, you're podcasting, you're making music, whatever it is. Cooking, everything is art. Everything, everything is, is art, art, but it doesn't have to be pretty. And it doesn't have to right. be in this contained thing that you could then package up and put out for somebody else. That's great if you can do that, but that's not what the that's not where the healing comes from. Yeah. The healing comes no, from. No, I know a lot of people it. who write in a journal and then burn it or throw it away. You yeah. know, right after they, they get it out and then they'll destroy it and be like, Yes, there you go. Like I'm letting you go with this fire. And like you said. I, who knows how many people have done that with nobody around. It's not some spectacle. You're not doing this for anyone else. It's for you. Yeah. Uh, whatever this, it is, whatever your outlet even is. Even this podcast, you and me, Pops. Yeah. I mean, I love that we have listeners and I love when we get more and when they, they Speaking of which, though, yes. I mean, we've been getting tons of amazing feedback. So thank you, everyone who's been digging the show and loving on the show. You know, share it with somebody who you think could love on it as well. If you, if you think they want to come hang out and maybe one day we'll have a convention, just everybody who's ever listened to this organic weird thing will yes. show up and we could probably do it all in a Denny's because there's only maybe 15 of us, but that's okay. <laughs> um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yes, I get uh, Go ahead. No, love over a grand <laughs> slam is a beautiful thing, sir. It really is, dude, because you never know when you're going to um i was talking to my kid about it because she was talking about the kardashians or something she really likes watching it i know a lot of people who really like watching it i'm not hating on anybody's shit but this idea that um i feel like we need to reduce the idea of celebrity yes. like the very idea of celebrity is weird and i was like okay these people and i asked my kid i said do you know you know if i asked you and 10 of your friends who marcus aurelius was would you know and she's like, no. And I was like, oh, he's one of the greatest world leaders to ever exist. I was like, but it's hundreds of years ago. I was like, in a couple hundred years, nobody's going to give a fuck about a Kardashian. I promise you. <laughs> but you never know being kind to someone whose life you might change. But if you carry that with you and somebody's like, well, I don't like the Kardashians. Well, now I don't like you or I don't like this politics. So now I don't like you. You know, we put these labels all over everything. But you never know, dude. You might change somebody's life. It's some small token of just... There was a woman at the uh, Starbucks the other day, and this is where I'll leave it. I'll leave it at this little story. Um, I go in this place all the time. It's right by the shop. I go in there, get my, because I don't do a lot of caffeine, so I get my um, kids' temperature hot chocolate, because then I can pound it right away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not too hot. But there's a, a woman who works there, and I, um, I stopped her. We were talking about smiles, and I was like, it's face yoga, you know, something like that. Like, like it, you never know. And I asked her, I said, because she really has a nice smile, but I've tried to get in the habit of saying, is it okay if I pay you a compliment? And she was like, yes. And I said, you have a very nice smile. Like, please don't stop smiling. And I didn't do that to try and like, I was just being honest with this person, but you never know when doing something like that might just shift somebody's whole day. Like, has anybody ever been nice to you out of the blue? That shit changes the shit, dude. It's it's like, wow, there's fucking kindness in the world. And there's it's it's a good thing to do, but you got to start with yourself. I love it, so, brother. So we will be back uh, next week, kicking it off with some holiday fun. It is going to be a fun one. I am excited to talk about this movie. And then uh, we'll ride some holiday horror all the way through. I've got some some good ones for Jason, um, a couple I picked, and then we'll have him pick a couple that he hasn't seen yet that he wants to, wants to see. So, yeah, man, next week, Horror oh. Pop Extravaganza. Love you.
John Jacob Jingleheim and Clips. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> <laughs>